listening to Second Wind with Joyce Buford, where women who are ready to expand their life adventure discover the tools to stop playing small and tap into the courage required to enjoy their Second Wind. Welcome. Hello. Here we are with another wonderful show. You are going to love being here with Amanda Blaine. Awesome. But I want to tell you where I am and what I'm experiencing. I decided to take a retreat and attend a friend's birthday party in Santa Fe. Now, you all know, I think I probably share that this is one of my spiritual places. It's where I connect with me again. As And I did that the other morning, watching, listening to uh, the flute play in my hotel and watching the aspen leaves dancing through the breeze as I sat near a window. And I thought, oh, this is so peaceful. But even in my peaceful place, because of the pandemic, I have come to this hotel many, many, many times. And my came to the hotel with expectations. And even COVID has interrupted my expectations. There's no water in the room. There's no room service. These are simple things. But I found out, I, I found myself getting stressed in some respects because life had changed. And as we go forward, I think we need to sort of prepare ourselves for such situations. They're going to come up. They're going to keep coming up. As we revisit places that we've visited before, but in the old way, we always, our brain goes back to how it was. It's, it'll get you, honestly, it caught me. So anyway, just be aware of that. I think it's so important you do go and get outside of your normal routine. We're all needing to be recharged, reconnected with who we are. And so... I I love the visit, but I just wanted to share that with you so that you'd be aware of it. So let's move on to our guest today. This is indeed going to be an interesting, revitalizing experience for you today. Our guest is Amanda Blaine. And Amanda is a yogic psychology specialist, therapeutic movement coach, writer, and speaker. Her personal experience with trauma recovery and international relations guide her work today, which is focused on assisting individuals to embody fresh possibilities in psyche, body, and soul. Since departing the corporate healthcare world in 2012, she has delivered personal development programs in the U.S., South America, and in the Middle East. So hang on. We're going to have a great show today. Welcome, Amanda. Yes, thank you so much, Joyce, for um, inviting me here. Um, Also, thank you for um, just being so vulnerable about your experiences in Santa Fe. I feel like that's so important for us to just be honest with what's showing up for us emotionally. And um, one other thing. Uh, the personal development programs. It wasn't South America. It was actually South Africa. So, oh my yeah. goodness! I <laughs> right at it, and I said, <laughs> "My brain." 
So what was so interesting in reading your bio was that you were actually in the Peace Corps in a rural part of South Africa. Yes. And that must have been a really interesting experience. Yes, it definitely was. Um, I'm sorry, they're they're doing yard work outside my window. That was of unexpected. <laughs> um, it definitely uh, was. It was an incredible experience that no amount of preparation or expectation could could really get you ready for. Um, yeah. Yes, I can. I just can't imagine experiencing that. You must be much more adaptable than I, uh, <laughs> because that's a that's a serious life change when you go from the comfort of corporate America living in the U.S. to a rural <clears throat> South Africa. So, what really transpired or caused you to take? It sounds like that move was definitely a, a new direction for you. Would you share with us what that was that changed your momentum in life? Yeah, absolutely. Um, <clears throat> as far as the drive to work cross-culturally, that had really been something that I had dreamed of since I was a child. Um, and, you know, I just always, I always saw it in my future. But as we get older, um, things become less about those dreams that we had when we were lying in bed awake at night oh, as yeah. children and more about how can I feel safe and supported and confident in the world. And so I, um, yeah, I, I went through school and joined the corporate world and that was providing a sense of safety and, and support. And then I um, was what I would call a serial monogamist, meaning that I was always in a in a long term relationship. And that was um, providing a sense of safety that was really kind of masking this um, fear of not being loved uh, that oh. I, I didn't even know I was carrying. And so um, that became masking that fear with relationships, uh, professional relationships and, you know, an intimate relationship. Masking yeah. that fear became more important, I guess, than everything else. And so mm -hmm. finally uh, at age, I think I was around 27 or 28 uh, back in 2012, um, my relationship ended and uh, my heart was crushed and wow. it brought back so many feelings of um, abandonment and a bunch mm -hmm. of old, old wounds were open, but mm -hmm. I just felt the support of the universe and so much more just surround me and just kind of showed me that like, this is, this is, yes, it's a death, but it's also a rebirth. And now what are those things that you've always wanted to do um, mm -hmm. that, that you've, you know, that you've um, uh, forgotten about. And so yeah. that's what led to the decision to join in addition to, you know, really wanting to roll up my sleeves in the third world and, and work cross-culturally. Well, I applaud you for not wanting to stay in the mold. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it really takes courage to step outside and get in the uncomfortable spot. So I really do applaud you for that because, oh my gosh, look where you are now. <laughs> <It's> awesome. <laughs> I love it as we're going to share all this with the, our listener today. So um, you did some studying to help in your, your growth or development as you went through some of this painful experience. So tell us a little bit about that. 
Yeah, um, it was so uh, amazing. You know, I'm sure a lot of listeners have heard the quote, when the student is ready, the teacher will appear. And that is exactly what I experienced. Um, my, I had um, some people I was working with back in Chicago um, uh, who were, you know, a bit older than me who came in and they introduced the book, um, Louise Hay's book, you can heal your life. And that, that became a a huge opening for me. And then once I landed in the Peace Corps, I just, I I was ready to manifest some new teachers outside of just the, the Peace Corps training that I was already getting. And so I wrote in my journal one night and I said, dear universe, Send me my new teachers. I am ready for my new teachers, and I will know it when I meet them. And lo and behold, the very next day, I go to a training, and these two men, David Patient and Neil Orr, are getting ready to present uh, a training and they walk past my, my table and uh, they lay a pamphlet on the table and they see that I'm reading um, Louise Hay's book. Um, it was called The AIDS Book. She was working with a lot of people with AIDS mm. back in the 80s. Mm-hmm. They saw the book and they said, yeah, we are, we're very familiar with her work. And I just Ooh. knew that they would be my new teachers. And then about five minutes later, David got in front of the room and said, AIDS has been my greatest teacher. And I learned that he was one of the first people to ever be diagnosed as HIV positive back in 1983. Wow. He was given he was given 6 months to live and he lived another 34 years beyond Gosh. that. Um, and the way he did it was tapping into the ca- connection between the psyche and the body. Um, and then his partner who was also my mentor, his um his uh, working partner Neil Orr, he was a psycho neuroimmunologist and to simplify that's just mind body science and um he was a researcher um you know uh back in the the 90s and that's when he met david and uh, he learned that david patient through following his intuition was doing all of the things that they were finding in their research that a person should do to remain healthy and overcome a viral infection so um I did a, a one-year uh, mentorship uh, apprenticeship with them, and um, yeah, and then there were there were other teachers along the way. But I'll stop there because maybe you have some other questions. <laughs> well, I want to point out to my listeners out there that you did two things that are really good, and everybody agrees in the development world. You keep a ongoing diary or log or. What do you call it? You, um, do you still maintain that? I So I had kept a journal for a long time. There was a point later in my healing journey um, mm. because I am someone who I am a- analytical and I mm. often would journal because I'm trying to figure something out and find a solution. And mm. my, my later mentor, who is a body-centered psychotherapist, asked me to stop doing that for a while because it wasn't about finding the solution with my mind. It was about um, calming the mind and allowing myself to really feel and sense what was happening, what I was carrying. Yeah. So I I found it's, and now I journal again a lot and and I take breaks from time to time. So, Uh yeah. Yeah. So he was wanting to develop your intuitiveness. Is that right? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. We don't really rely on that. I can't say I'm the best. I do get uh, um, downloads and um, inner feelings or 
you know, grabbing in the stomach or it just comes. Um, and I think that's intuition. <laughs> so however it gets there, I think mm-hmm. it's really, really important that we reconnect with our inner um, work. So you in your work. So describe to me what your work now is. Sure. Um, yeah, I will say that, um, as far as my work goes, um, my own personal trauma has been my greatest teacher in addition to so much, um, training and incredible mentors, but what I'm doing today, um, Mm -hmm. to, to be of service is, um, I'm offering training. One is in the area of, um, the psyche. So um, offering training that allows us to become more aware of what we're carrying around within our subconscious mind. Um, Mm. The scientists have found uh, that the subconscious mind is responsible for 95% or more of our perceptions. So nearly every conversation we have, every relationship we have, every emotional trigger is coming from some perception embedded within the subconscious mind. And the subconscious mind is a child approximately around the age of seven. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) Yes. And so, and it's not, it's not to judge any of it. It's just that, Mm -hmm. you know, our subconscious mind was pretty much formed by the age of seven and it wasn't formed by um, it, it was formed through feeling and sensing. And mm-hmm. at, when, we're, when we're that age, everything that we're feeling and sensing that we experience is informing us of this is my place in the world. This is what wow. I do. This is what I do to receive love. This is mm-hmm. what I have to do to feel safe. This mm-hmm. is what I, what I must do if I want to get attention. And this becomes a personality or a life strategy, as Carl Jung would call it. And mm-hmm. we grow up believing that this is who we are when really it's a survival mechanism. And yeah. there's there's nothing to judge about it. It's beautiful, but sometimes it's, you know, it's operating from that when that when we're operating from that subconscious place, we're not necessarily making a conscious choice about it. And so mm-hmm. my psyche body soul trainings are all about increasing awareness of your unique subconscious. And as you increase that awareness, you now have the capacity to make conscious choices to show up differently in the world. Um, But it does require tuning into the psyche and the body um, in order for Mm. those changes to to take root in our lives. And so um, I keep I try to keep things um, simple and incredibly um, relevant by um, you know, offering topics like this month I'm teaching um, in October. I think uh, I have one on resolving resentment. And then next month in November, the mm-hmm. workshop is the energetics of relationships. So it's all about relationship di- disharmony and emotional triggers in relationship. Oh, and, wow. um, yeah, so it's going to be uh, beautiful. And then in addition to that, I also offer weekly classes called um, therapeutic movement. These are happening mm-hmm. o- online. Mm-hmm. And um, w- what's so unique about these is that I do a, a private consultation with every student who attends mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. that I understand what you're working with, what kind of stress shows up for you. Um, mm-hmm. 
uh, repetitively? And where does that stress sit in your body? How does it feel? And mm -hmm. um, how can we reinstall some healthy movement patterns that are going to help to balance things off and, and dissolve that stress in both psyche and body? Wow. One, that's quite a commitment to your, <laughs> your people that sign up for that course to take that time to do the interview. But I want to go back and visit something else first. Okay. So I'm a woman in 60-ish years, and I am still dealing with that same 70-year-old when I'm interacting with relationships. Is that correct? Is that um, what you said? <laughs> mo most everyone is. Now, I'll, my my mentor, uh, the person I've worked with over the past five years to really do the deep subconscious and um, emotional healing, um, yeah. he would say that 99% of people are operating there. Um, and there, there's nothing to shame about it. It's really... Um, it's really a beautiful thing. Uh, I find it just so fascinating. It's like once you start... Um, not, not just taking the information, but once you start like really observing it within yourself and seeing mm -hmm. the truth of it, it's mm -hmm. empowering because now you have, you have awareness, which means you have choices available that you never had before. So, yeah. um, the fact that anyone can awaken to this, um, and work with it in their lives is just a really huge gift. I feel, um, yeah. so yeah, step one by far is awareness. Mm -hmm. uh, which you're saying is once you realize that that happens, being aware is the number one step, right? Mm -hmm. And Absolutely. then you can provide through your work and support that you give how we can transition from those feelings. Absolutely. And it's, it's, um, it's a process of um, feeling safe enough to go inside and be with what is there, um, re releasing that layer of shame so that you feel safe enough to just experience uh, with experience what's there, feel what's there and bring love to that. And that's, that's the big part presence, just being present with what we carry rather than yeah. avo avoiding it and masking it or, tr or looking at it like it's a problem and we have to fix it. Um, these things create a lot of um, blockages because we're just, mm -hmm. we're not allowing just our full selves to be there without judgment. And that, that's right. the biggest piece. Right. Now, could you just briefly give us an, uh, a description of shame? Because mm. when you say shame, it's, I kind of get fuzzy. What does oh. that mean for me? Yeah. Um, I, I can't give you like a textbook definition, but I can give yeah. you an example from, mm -hmm. from my, from my life. Um, yeah. so I had, um, dealt with some child or some childhood, uh, trauma, um, mm -hmm. and I'll just be, you know, specific. I had dealt with some sexual trauma and, uh -huh. um, and it was one of those things that, I just, I felt like, you know, I'm, I'm out of it now. No one ever has to know. I can't wow. ever tell a lover because I just won't be lovable if they knew. Yes. Um, just a sense of I did something wrong or I'm dirty mm -hmm. or all of this. Mm -hmm. And so that, that feeling of that I have something that I have to hide or that I'm not good enough because this experience exists in my past, mm -hmm. um, that that's how shame showed up for me. And as okay. long as long as I stay, stayed stuck in there, I could never do the deep work to free myself from from everything um, beneath it. Right. 
Right. But the work that you presently do now has allowed you to free yourself from that shame. Um, absolutely. I, I had to, I went through, I mean, this has been a process of, of many years, um, yeah. of, yeah, first you you learn to get safe with yourself and to mm-hmm. admit that, you know, there's some things I need to look at yeah. and then, and then you train yourself to get safe with another, maybe trust a mentor yes. and, and then you, and then you train yourself to get safe with, you know, being all of, of what you are with other people in your life. And, um, so it's, you know, it's an ongoing journey for mm-hmm. everyone, as you know, I'm sure Joyce, oh, um, yes. with all, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I and, keep uh, shocking. it's like an onion. I keep peeling layers. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I'm curious, uh, I would like to ask you this, um, mm-hmm. you know, for myself, bef- when I first started the journey, it would, I was like in a rush to just get fixed and be all better and some <laughs> idea of I'll be perfect once I just get through this. And then, and then um, now, you know, being a little more seasoned in the, in the work, um, mm-hmm. there, there's instead of, I know that there is no end. There is no final point that you arrive at. Um, and, and now instead of, you know, something, some new layer, um, to work with or to release, um, when that arises, I don't experience, um, a feeling of shame or resistance. Like, Oh Mm -hmm. man, no, I don't want to look at this. I was supposed to be done already. Mm -hmm. Now, now it's just, um, like, okay, cool. I'm going to learn so much from this. Let's go. So I'm curious for you, Joyce, how, how you have felt like, you know, as that next layer starts revealing itself to you, um, do you have a feeling of, of acceptance and celebration now? Um, I do. The transition that I went through, when, one of the most difficult for me, was the forgiveness thing. It was the divorce. Okay. Mm. And I think it's really hard for so many women in that particular situation, if that's the transition to forgive their partner or, you know, your loved one that walked off and left you, whatever. It's, I think it's, um, and I was listening to a book the other day. I'm always listening to something and um, I wish I could recall the name of it. Maybe it'll come, but it was another unlayering, if you will. Uh, I, um, and it, it just went, oh, well, I totally understand why he did this and that. And and I'm talking 20 years ago, okay? Now, I'm not a slow learner, but sometimes when talking about emotions, it takes a little bit longer because you do have to do that inner work, you know? And um, so anyway, for me, I'm in a much better, easier, loving place than I was when I started the journey of 20 years ago, mm-hmm. is that your, is that what you were asking? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, it's, I'm so, it's so great to hear that. And, and mm-hmm. just also just like, um, you know, thank you for staying committed to your journey to 20 years of, of inner work. Um, you know, it, it, this work is so important, not just for our individual um, freedom, but mm-hmm. when our hearts are opening, when we are healing the grievances, when we mm-hmm. understand our own human condition better, then we have just more acceptance and understanding for others. And so we're not going to collect as many uh, resentments 
um, over the years where we're yeah. going to, there's just more love, more unconditional love that we have to offer. And mm -hmm. that is available to the, to the world, to our communities. So mm -hmm. I find it, I find the individual work such a huge service to the collective. And for people who say, you know, I don't have time for that right now. I have to focus on something else. I, I just, you know, always try to remind them that like, this is the greatest service that you could ever that you could ever offer. Um, just, yeah. So, well, I will say, because I did say I referred to understanding him. I also learned to understand me. Why mm. did I need what I needed? And a lot of it goes back to that seven year old, you know, I get it. I get it. <laughs> yes, yes, absolutely. And, and that's, what's so fascinating. And, and we'll learn, um, we'll like really explore this deeply in the, the, um, energetics of relationship workshop where, uh, we learn about Carl Jung, uh, had defined eight different life strategies that most everybody is operating within. And most people uh -huh. have, have one to two, um, dominant strategies and as we understand, like, feel how this strategy shows up for ourselves, we can also start feeling and seeing it show up for other people. And mm -hmm. the, the strategies are built on, you know, one's need to feel safe in the world, one's mm -hmm. need to um, feel supported, one's need to feel relevant or worthy. And um, <clears throat> when we see this, it's like, we can understand that even though people may have behavior that just, it feels maybe harmful to us or mm -hmm. uh, inappropriate or unacceptable or whatever it is, um, there's usually some need of needing to feel powerful or safe yeah. beneath it. And, and yeah, so as we get in touch with our own needs, I think that's where that like grace and understanding comes from for others as well. Yes. Yes. Well, tell us about this workshop that <clears throat> is going to be offered in soon. Right. Yes. Yeah, so I've um, scheduled it for November 15th. Mm -hmm. um, it is going to be it's going to be live. We'll do a live Zoom call and mm -hmm. um, it will be two hours of live discussion and deep exploration of subconscious perception. So mm -hmm. under understanding, you know, your very unique subconscious perception. Um, yeah. We're also going to talk about the psychology of emotional triggers versus yeah. versus a trauma trigger because they are quite different in the way the brain oh. and nervous system respond. Oh. Um, and then we're going to move into a consciousness shift. So how do we move from the subconscious to the conscious mind to end cycles of stress and suffering? Oh, um, that sounds good. <laughs> mm -hmm. And then we'll also explore some self-soothing exercises. And uh. um, this is you know, based on some of the, the trauma training and work that I've done of, of how to find a place of safety within yourself when you are amid overwhelm or shutdown. Um, yeah. And then there's a third piece to this workshop, which is really exciting. Um, so after, that will be the two hours live. And then um, all participants will get access to a one hour um, recorded therapeutic movement session that will, um, awesome. yeah, that, yeah, and that will help us understand the physiological link to stress, mm -hmm. trauma, conflict, and how to remap our uh, neurons for liberation from these cycles. So super wow. exciting. Oh, it sounds wonderful. And that we're going to, there's more to tell than what I have time right now to say, but we will refer back to this, how someone can sign up for this and be part of it. 
it's all, it doesn't matter where you are on this journey. It's all in its right time for you. So anyway, we are going to take a brief break and we will come back to talk more with Amanda because we have lots more to talk about. So don't leave <laughs> because she's got some good stuff for you to come back to. So take a break. We'll be back. Transformational coach, motivational speaker, and author Joyce Buford returns after this short break. Close your eyes and imagine living your life without limits. Where would you go? Who would you meet? What would you do? During an Uncover Your Hidden Genius session, you will discover what's keeping you from living your life with purpose, passion, and fulfillment of your potential. You'll get a clear vision of the steps you need to take to uncover your hidden genius so that you can live a life without limits. Sessions can be done over the phone, Skype, or in person. Find out more at www.JoyceBufordEmpowers.com or by calling 903-287-0747. a lot of time in front of it but do you know who invented the television set the short answer is john logie baird who invented the television set in 1925 the longer answer is that many people worked on different inventions that eventually came together to make a television set the very first television show was a broadcast of the opening ceremony of the new york world's fair in 1939 the first television commercial was for full of watches The cost of that commercial? $4. And so began the herkle-durkle and thurgy-lurgy, or the idle relaxation of watching television. Of course, in the early days, we got a lot of exercise watching TV. We had to walk both ways to the television set to change the channel. It's words you never heard. I'm Carolyn Davidson, and you can have fun challenging your words-you-never-heard vocabulary with my free app, Too Funny for Words. Welcome back to this segment of Second Win. Joyce Buford, the author of Effortless Happiness, continues in this segment to share insights that will help you live a life of greater purpose and filled with happiness. Now here's our host, author and coach, Joyce Buford. Welcome back. Now we're listening to Amanda Blaine today. But before we get back into our show, I want to remind you that there are things for the year, there are gifts for you on my website, Joyce Buford Empowers. There you can get a five easy steps to catch your second wind, what that would look like, what you could do to begin the journey if you have not. That's your resource that you can get for free. All you have to do is give me your name and how to get in touch, email. Now, the other thing that I want you to be aware of is that there is also the podcast show notes. Now, you know, I've done over 300 podcasts because I've been doing this for seven years. So there's lots of resources there. And all of us can benefit by going back, no matter how old the show is, and get some improvement from that. So please take the time to do that. And while you're there, be sure and share the show. So that's a lot I'm asking you to do, but I really would love for you to get the free benefit, to get the five steps to get you moving, and to also just explore the website a bit 
to realize there's so much offered there for you. So, Amanda, let's talk about your website because your website is fascinating to me. I mean, I went there, I, I stayed for an hour or two <laughs> just going through all the different things. You offer so much. So, um, when so tell them about you because you did do a name change it's now not amanda blaine but now it has a title a different title yes yes um and thank you so much that that means a lot i put a lot of hours into this website so (laughs) it shows um, it (laughs) yeah um the yes so the name is psyche body soul so it's just psychebodysoul.com And uh, there you will have um, access to a lot of a lot of um, great materials. You'll see all of the upcoming workshops, the therapeutic movement classes. But what I want to draw people's attention to today is the newly launched blog. Um, This blog has four categories of content. Um, One category is The Ripple, which was a a column that I was doing for Illinois-based newspapers for four years. Um, It's it's just about being a ripple of change in your community through Mm -hmm. your own personal growth and emotional healing. Um, So that is there, really inspiring. And then the Feel Better Now section offers weekly video tutorials to reduce stress in your psyche and body. So that could look like a therapeutic movement uh, or breathing exercise, but it's going to be a a short, easily easily digestible uh, video for you. um, And we'll post new content every week there. And then we have... Yeah. And and then we have Against the Odds. And these are human interest stories uh, that will include video, podcast articles, but they're about people who have persevered through oppression, trauma, disease, mental illness, war, and beyond. So Mm. um, part of my work has been, uh, as a freelance journalist, I've interviewed nearly 100 combat veterans. I've interviewed, um, I've interviewed uh, Palestinians about what it's like to grow up under the Israeli military occupation. I have mm. um, interviewed, you know, people across the border um, in Israel, and mm-hmm. uh, just, um, yeah, just some beautiful, some beautiful stories there about what the human spirit is capable and how connected mm-hmm. we really all are. Um, and then also cross-cultural connections. This is going to happen once a month. It's a live online social gathering, uh, and it will include a group of people who represent different parts of the world, mm-hmm. and we will discuss uh, an aspect of the human condition, mostly the emotional. We'll, we will address the current state of the world, and then we will discuss ideas for uh, cooperating to create balanced oh. social change. So. Right. Uh, really exciting. We're living in a time when, you know, socializing is, is not what it used to be. And so mm-hmm. I finding it very important that we connect with people, with people from diverse backgrounds and continue to experience how connected we really are. Oh, it, that just sounds wonderful. I mean, we have such, so few occasions where we can connect with somebody in the other part of the world. I know when the pandemic um, started and I realized that the lady in China was having the same fear and doubt and uncertainty that 
I was having in Tyler, Texas. Mm -hmm. It was such a, a reality check. I mean, for once, the whole world was faced with the same fear and doubt and all of those emotions. And your show allows us to take that even deeper because of your questions. I think that is, if you are a listener out there that wants a better connection, a deeper connection with what other people in the world are feeling so that you can understand what you hear on the news and think for yourself, then that's where you need to be listening to Amanda. <laughs> so you need to subscribe to this. Now, there is a charge, isn't there? There, there is. But it's um, nominal. <laughs> yes. Um, I, so I, yeah, it's a $4.99 per month. And that's, that's going to, yeah, you're going to have ac ac unlimited access to this content that will literally nourish your psyche, nourish your body and feed your soul as you, um, you know, get dive into these stories and meet these people and, wow. um, you know, see yourself in them. And, um, mm -hmm. that's what it's, that's what it's really all about. Um, it's, you know, we're, we're mm -hmm. in a time when globally, you know, the entire world is experiencing a sudden change, a collective trauma mm -hmm. all at once. Yes. And we can harness the opportunity in that of like, realizing that, wow, just like you said, Joyce, you know, she was in China experiencing the same fear and the doubt. Um, when we can connect in that space, then we can, you know, our hearts are, are open. We're in touch with our vulnerability. Um, mm. The differences don't matter. And there's an opportunity for cooperation like never before. At least I believe that. And I'm going mm -hmm. to advocate for that and mm -hmm. um, support that. And as much as I can through this work, and I invite yes. anyone listening to support it um, yeah. as well. Well, the, the four ninety nine is just very fair <laughs> for what you're offering. I do have a question though. When you're interviewing, are you interviewing women and men, or just because of the customs of the country, ten more men? Or did you try to balance <laughs> that in your interviews? Actually, I am. I'm interviewing women and men. And Yay! when I when I was in Palestine, yeah, I met this incredible woman who was working at the shoe shop, and she was dressed in like modern, like American, you know, modern mm -hmm. attire. Um, it mm -hmm. wasn't American attire, but it was modern. You know, it looked <laughs> American to me. Um, but, um, and I just, I said, wow, you know, you. I was just shocked to see that because everything mm -hmm. I'd been programmed to believe about this part of the world. I didn't expect to see that. And I said, can I interview you? And she said, well, I've been up all night. I just came from my other job. I'm a nurse at a children's hospital. Um, <sighs> but why don't you come to my house for lunch and meet my kids and you can talk to me. And so, well, how um, nice. yeah. And then I, I found out that she's actually, I don't know if listeners out there have ever seen the movie patch Adams with Robin Williams, where he's a clown, <laughs> kind of a clown doctor. Well, Great that's, movie. That's what this Palestinian woman also did. So um, oh, wow. it was amazing just to really get to see that so much of what we have seen through the mainstream channels mm -hmm. is is very rarely an accurate mm -hmm. depiction of what life yeah. really is like. And that's what traveling has shown me. That is a wonderful resource. We need that information to make us feel more like one and not at, at 
arms with each other, not at, you know, they're they're out to get us, that type of fear that we can get into if we listen only to the news. Yes. So what a great <laughs> service you're doing. I'm I'm go- I'm gonna join so I hope others will jo- join me in joining and getting the benefit of Amanda's um, work that she's doing. But, you know, we've talked a lot about the inner work. And sometimes doing inner work, since we're dealing with maybe the seven-year-old, and we're trying to help her through understanding what she was doing. Oopsie, sorry. Um <laughs> You never know when you're going to get a call. Um, so oh, that totally messed my brain up. Um, so we never know how we're reacting. And so it takes a lot of courage, I think, for somebody to decide they want to do really deep work. But the benefits are just amazing. So could you come and talk a little bit about that so they could feel more comfortable about progressing? Sure. The, the benefits. Yeah. I always, I always explain, um, that every ounce of new awareness, just awareness doesn't even have to be a new experience. Every ounce of new awareness that you gain is opens you up to experiencing yourself in a brand new way. And, and that in itself, it has been so encouraging for me along the way where it's like, you know, an emotional trigger, you know, a situation that would be so triggering my whole life. And all of a sudden I can walk past it with grace and ease and feel myself. It doesn't have to control me. Um, Mm -hmm. Also that, you know, the deeper I go within myself, I've become such a better um, uh, friend, uh, such a better uh, partner. Uh, I was single for for five years after my last relationship and and started dating someone. And um, just the level of intimacy that you can have, um, and that makes life feel so much richer. I mean, so so many of us are focusing on, um, you know, we're trained to you know focus on the house and the car and the like, whatever you can get in the material world to make you feel like you've made it. And really what we're craving is just a deeper sense of connection. And that, that comes through this work. And so, um, yeah, does that answer your question? Yes, it does. And, you know, we talk, when we talk about relationships, we think about, um, the men, the male relationship, but I'm, I'm going to say, you know, I'm always challenged by the mother daughter. I'm out here at Santa Fe. I'm visiting with friends. We're discussing mother-daughter relationships. Those are sometimes some of the testiest relationships you can be in. Mm-hmm. And and yet for some others, they're so uh, totally different. But if I could get to find out how I could be totally different and my daughter could receive me, I want, I'm in a win here. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, you kind of know when things aren't exactly uh, vibrating as they should. And it's always been that way. And and yet, I know I'm playing a role. <laughs> and so it's it's important no matter what the relationship is. It can be the neighbor, it can be your parents, whatever. It's so worth doing because you have a lot of life ahead of you. And if you're, that relation can be a sweet relationship where you're actually supporting and present. Oh, what a win. Yes, absolutely. And I feel like a lot of it does boil down, um, you know, usually with a, a relationship trigger, it's just that we've been triggered. Something has made us feel 
unsafe or uh, or undervalued. And it hurts so badly when that happens. But if we can get clear on what is that underlying emotion and, and do the work within ourselves, we quit perceiving the external world in such a way. We realize that it's not really the external world that's making us feel this way. The external world is mirroring what we're already carrying that is so deeply rooted. And, and Mm -hmm. then things shift. And, and as that happens, um, you know, as people become triggered, maybe with something we're doing, um, we can, instead of jumping on a defense of defending, I didn't mean it that way, or jumping on the defense, we can meet them in a place of empathy, because we know that it's really about them possibly just feeling unsafe or undervalued. And we know what that feels like. And Mm -hmm. so there's this energy of unconditional uh, empathy that that can be present that wasn't possible before. Yeah. Beautifully said, beautifully said. Okay, now I know you got some offer, an offer for my listener today. And would you please share those with us? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, um, uh, yes, the offer is to have an opportunity to attend the Energetics of Relationships workshop on November uh, 15th. This will be a live online uh, Zoom call. If you mm-hmm. can't make the live time, it's okay because it will be recorded <laughs> and you'll still get all of the goods, including a Google Classroom with many resources. Um, awesome. But if you want to attend that, I'm offering a uh, 50% discount um, if you subscribe to my blog. And you can do mm-hmm. that just by going to psychebodysoul.com, clicking the subscribe button. You subscribe there and then, mm-hmm. um, and then you'll go to um, the Psyche workshop. You click on Psyche, see the Energetics of Relationship workshop, and you're going to enter this promo code. It's just going okay. to be the, the number five, zero, and then the word off, zero. So five, zero, oh. O, o, F, F. And Ooh. that will, and that will automatically discount it 50% and you'll be all set. Wow, that is generous. Because the full price for that is what, 100? It is, is right? it's 120 is the uh, full price for that. Uh, and that's for three hours of it's the two hours of live yeah. uh, discussion and exploration. And then the one hour therapeutic movement. But the great thing is because all of this will be recorded, you can go back and access the goods as much as you want. Mm-hmm. Um, as well as the Google classroom that has resources to um, assist you in your journey after the workshop. Oh, I think the classroom would be fascinating. I know you have lots of good things because it's, I've been to your website. <laughs> You've got a new website. So that's definitely, I'll, I'm going to be there, Amanda. So, um, because I just think it sounds like a great opportunity to grow and change and repair and all the good things. Um, so thank you again for that offer. Now, this is not where you have that personal um, interview with someone, is it? That you um, referred to earlier? Oh, no. Consultation? So, no. Yeah. So um, I, I will reach out and, and connect with 
people before the workshop. Um, the the consultation it, it happens before. Obviously, if people wanted to do um, some one on one psyche body coaching with me, they absolutely could. And we, of course, um, that's all private and personalized. But yeah. for the th the therapeutic movement classes, that's what I offer a consultation for because oh, okay. I used to teach in a in a studio like a large um, group setting, and you would have people walking into a fitness or yoga studio, 20 people walk in, you've never talked to them before, you don't know what's going mm -hmm. on in their bodies. And you know, you're teaching a class not knowing what they really need. And so I just I, I'm not about doing that. So I keep these class sizes small. Um, sometimes there's a wait list, but I keep them small to make sure we get that one on one time beforehand, and that you mm -hmm. get the personal care that you really need. Well, it, it's all over zoom, isn't it? Yes. Uh-huh. That's awesome. I mean, the whole <laughs> teaching world has changed with this pandemic and I think there's some good things I mean being able to get your type of training in Tyler Texas now I do I will share we do have some good teachers but I know with your experience and the your other work that it would be a powerful experience to be doing yoga with you Mm -hmm. So I just think that's wonderful. That's something new that's come around with the pandemic that I yeah. like. Yeah, definitely. And and just to clarify, I mean, I, I am trained. Um, I am a, a certified um, yoga teacher, but the therapeutic movement classes are drawing from other training that is in functional movement. It mm -hmm. is, um, is trauma-informed. Um, it's bringing... Uh, yeah, so it's not necessarily, you're not going to come in and, and can, um, you know, uh, twist your body into uh, a yoga pose just for the <laughs> sake of doing that. This is actually, um, really much more focused on it's, it's more movement based. It's a lot of subtle movement. It's about breaking mm -hmm. out of, um, the habitual movement patterns that we use in our, our modern adult lives. And really just about like um, tuning in to where is the stress being held and let's work with that specifically. So um, I hope that makes it clarifies a little bit. So we all have points in our bodies that where we handle our stress. Is that correct? Yes. And it can be, um, it's unique for each person. Um, yeah. but then there are also some things that are just, you know, very consistent and universal. Um, so that allows me to, um, personalize a class and hit the specific needs of, of, uh, multiple students. Um, mm. yeah. So does that answer your question? Yes. But can okay. you tell if somebody's saying, well, I feel it in my my tummy or my gut. Mm -hmm. Can you tell what type of stress it is? And that is exactly what we uh, discuss in the one-on-one -on -one consultation because oh, it oh. may it may vary uh, for different people. Um, yeah. You know, there there have been a lot of authors along the way who say, you know, this particular emotion is held in this particular part of the body, but that's not oh. always true. It really depends a lot more on how our brain is processing the event or situation that's causing the stress. So, uh, um, yeah, we go into that in the consultation. Yes. I've never been a yoga person. Um, Primarily because I am so stiff, and that's probably the reason I need to be there. <laughs> but anyway, we all are so different and unique. Why does some? Why are some people just so stiff? 
Um, it's gonna, it's going to depend on the person, you know, some of it could be stress. Some of it is just, you know, what postures are you taking every day in your modern yeah. adult life? Yeah. Um, what I work with, I don't, I'm not really concerned. We do not do yoga postures in these classes because oh. it's not, it's not about taking some shape, um, for the sake of taking a shape. It is about ah. what types of movement is natural human movement that you need to be more independent for longer in your life? And what are the essential skills that you need in order to regain some of that movement? Um, and we work with building those skills, reinstalling those skills back into the body because when we're just taking the same postures and movements every day, yeah. the body yeah. kind of forgets that it has so much more available and we will yeah. start feeling stiff because um, you know, our fascia, this connective tissue that intersects uh -huh. layers of muscles and nerves and blood vessels, the fascia becomes sticky or sort of it's designed to support you in whatever shape um, that you're taking. And if mm -hmm. you are, if you're taking the same shape for hours on end each day, the fascia is like creating an armor around that shape. So when you try to do uh -huh. something outside of that, it feels yeah. really sticky. So we deal a lot yeah. with the fascia in these classes. Wow. That is, that's so helpful mm -hmm. um, to share that with us. Because uh, the yoga position and I don't get along. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, another under. position. So there's so much. I really do encourage you out there, the listener out there, to please go to her website. You will get a much better understanding of what how Amanda works because she has she has it represented in across her website. So um, it really is a good thing to do. You'll better understand her work. Um, other than what we've said today, and we've said a lot. Um, <laughs> so, but now you can see why I was so excited to have Amanda, Amanda to come talk to us. She offers great growth. She offers um, really so much. And then with this new program of being able to reach and, and actually through the subscription program, being able to connect with people all over the world such a representative of your work in the, in the uh, Peace Corps, I think, mm -hmm. where it was yeah. all planted. And little steps, that, would you ever thought when you were leading corporate America you would be here? <laughs> I mean, part of me knew, you know, I feel like my soul knew. My soul knew when I was a child, and I, I get teary-eyed oh. as you say that because it finally yeah. feels like it's all coming to fruition and I could not yeah. be more grateful. Um, yeah. Couldn't be more grateful, Joyce, for you giving me an opportunity to share it with people. So thank you so much. Oh. Well, I thank you for saying yes and being on the show. <laughs> I have your picture up in front of me because I like that. I always <laughs> ask my guests to give me a picture so I can look over at Amanda and see if she's connecting with me about her work. So anyway, she's a, uh, Amanda, you've just been a delight. You, the, the knowledge that you have to offer people is just unbelievable. And the growth that somebody could have working with you is um, really, it's really important that people realize what a jewel you are for, for them, can be for them. So thank you for being here. I appreciate all that work and all those interviews. I know because I love doing interviews and I think you are too. You're a kindred spirit. And so <laughs> thank you. So as you go forward, 
your next move is, I mean, you just made a big one with this workshop and reworking your website. So that is your, that is your direction now Absolutely. to connect the world. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, yep. Yeah. <laughs> so thank you very much. I love your work and I appreciate you very much. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much, Joyce. And thank you everyone who's listening. And I cannot wait to, to connect with all of you as well. Thank you for being here, listeners. That one person out there that needed to hear this message today. I ask you to please go to Joyce Buford Empowers. Send me your name. Sign up so that I can stay connected to you. I really care that you are being met through this podcast. I want you to walk away knowing Amanda's and all the other ladies that I interview on this podcast. So sharing the show is what I would ask you to do. Send it to that person out there that needs to have this message or just you thought this was a great show and you want to share. So the other thing I'd ask you to do is go to Amanda's website, Psyche. What is it, Amanda? PsycheBodySoul.com. Yeah. Awesome. So thank you for being here. We will be back next week and hope to see you on Amanda's program. Thanks for being here. Thank you so much. Joyce Buford returns next week at the same time for another edition of Second Wind. Through the Joyce Buford Empowerment System, women are receiving the support they need through their transitions and are able to reclaim their true purpose with confidence. They receive the tools they need to map out new lives. You can find out more about her coaching services at JoyceBufordEmpowers.com.